If you want to know how to free up more of your time as a practice owner and still have more revenue and profits, then you're going to want to tune into this episode. All right, so today we are going to be continuing our series of building a high performance physio team. Today's episode is particularly related to building safety, trust, and collaboration within your team. Now, the reason why I decided to create this particular episode is because this is something I talk regularly with and I hear regularly from physio practice owners in terms of you know, a lot of the things I will cover here today. So hopefully that will resonate with you as well. You can put things straight into your practice because we'll lead you through a few action steps as well towards the end so we can improve for your practice the amount of safety, trust, and collaboration that you have, obviously freeing up your time as a practice owner in the end. Okay, so firstly, as I mentioned, this is an episode, this is the second episode in a series, right? So if you haven't already seen it, I really encourage you to go and watch the setting the rules section, right, of this series, because that really talks about the core values, purpose, and how to really use them as a set of guiding principles to get your team to cooperate and collaborate really, really well. So it creates a really strong framework for this particular episode. I really encourage you to go and watch that one first if you haven't already. Okay, so when it comes to this particular episode, I'm just wondering if you ever felt or wondered or wished any of these. Have you ever wished that your team interacted or talked to each other more? Do you wish they relied on each other as a team more? Right? Do you wish they solved problems together more? Do you wish the team was more bonded? You know, they're a more bonded team. Do you wish that they relied, on, relied less on you as a practice owner and they solved problems for themselves? Therefore, do you wish you had more time freer, more time free, more free time for yourself. If you wondered any of these things, this episode is going to suit you as a really good starting point to really solve and address some of those issues. So if you ever wished any of this, right, it usually, it often is related to these things, right? And that the number one thing is people and your staff within your practice generally will feel, they will not feel safe enough in the environment. Now, I don't obviously, I don't mean physically, I mean psychologically. They are, your team may not feel safe enough psychologically, all right? Your team may not trust each other enough, all right? So these two things, you know, the safety and the trust can be between staff to staff and staff to patients and vice versa as well. Right? Because for us to have a thriving, profitable, enjoyable, energy-giving practice, we really need to make sure everyone in that practice, not just the staff, the patients as well, are experiencing the best that you can provide. Right? So if you're, not, if you're feeling, so the reasons your, your, your wish you may have any of these is the people are not feeling safe enough and the people within the organization, they don't, they're not trusting each other enough. Okay? So obviously when you have people not trusting and not um, feeling safe enough, it will generally result in 
you know, low communication within the team and even between staff and patient and vice versa as well. Right, it'll result in staff scared to speak up and say anything that they really need to about the practice, right? And it's gonna result in you know, staff not going above and beyond for you as a team member and as a therapist for their patients as well. It's gonna result in practice standards not improving and staying stagnant, but worse, it'll decline over time, all right? So if you ever experienced any of these, so this is the actual, you know, uh, these are the symptoms, if you wanna call it that, right? It generally is re resulted, the cause is generally these here, all right? So not feeling safe enough and not trusting each other enough, okay? So if we are going through this, what can we do to try and address some of these issues that are happening? So to fix, you gotta start with what we call psychological safety in the team. Now I found this out, you know, um, because you know, I have a high performance team and I demand quite a lot of them, you know, even our therapists and even the people within this organization that we have, physiomarketing.co, expect quite a lot of uh, performance out of them, right? So one of the key things I realized for me to free up my own time, all right, and have a profitable practice and a business is to first start with the team and the team's psychological safety. How safe do they feel within the team to be themselves and drive towards a purpose? It's very, very important, all right? So psychological safety, what is it? If you really wanna have a definition of it, it really is a fundamental and a core belief, right, that no one will be punished or humiliated for speaking up or taking calculated risks, all right? So in other words, it's an environment where they totally 100% with their core really believe that they're not gonna get humiliated, they're not gonna be punished for, for speaking up or doing things and taking calculated risks to improve your practice. That's what psychological safety is all about for the team, right? Now, the reason why I mention this is often as a practice owners, we can typically get into the zone that you know, we're the practice owner. We, you know, we, we're the one who will guide this practice. We know the, we, we, I'm the one who wants to make the decisions, the direction, all that kind of thing. You're really, uh, you, you are taking that, um, the decision-making and the power on that. And as a result of it, you may be, you know, clogging up your time rather than freeing up your time. Hopefully that makes sense. So, um, so the next thing is, you know, another symptom of not having enough psychological safety is um, they're scared to speak up, ask questions, or take risks, right? So that's, that's one thing that I already mentioned. Okay, um, and they, they have a little problem with caring about something to do to do something about it, right? Um, meaning that they don't, because they don't have psychological safety, all right, they feel like they can't care about something enough to do something about it. So they, your team will feel stuck in itself as well, all right? So we've already gone through a version of this, but what happens when there is psychological safety within your team? So when your team feels safe enough and your team 
you know, trusts each other enough. What happens? These are some of the um, things that will come out the other side. So when, when psychological safety is in place, you know, your team will be able to better highlight treatment options, right? Because they have a purpose, they feel like they belong, they, they feel safe and they feel trusted and they trust the teammates uh, and they can highlight, you know, from whatever they find, whether it be courses or whatever they've read or watched, they can highlight better treatment options, knowing that they're not gonna be reprimanded or punished or anything like that, right? Make the practice run more smoothly because everybody is working with each other. Right, freeing up your time. They're working as a unit together, right? And they'll be actively seek feedback to improve, right? Because they feel safe and they trust in each other, they know that they can go to teammates, including yourself as a practice owner, and they can ask for feedback, knowing that whatever feedback you get is in the, in the, it's fully in line of helping them improve rather than punishing and uh, humiliating, right? So happier staff that stay longer, right? They feel like they belong, they feel like they're getting close towards their own purpose, they feel like they can be themselves, right? And as a result of they're gonna have happier pay, happier staff that can rely on each other, almost creating like, an, like a family outside of their own family perhaps, right? And, and the staff is run the staff run the practice, right? As, as a team working together, as a team is working together, the staff runs your practice, not you as a practice owner, right? Now, obviously you wanna make sure that you put your inputs in, square things off, right? There's another principle that I like to use called the 10-80-10 principle, where if you feel very, very strongly about something, you do the initial 10% of whatever requires to be done, and you give the 80% to you know the rest of the team, they figure it out, they can do the thing, and they come in the last 10% to make sure you polish it up and fix it up to get to the standard where you want, right? Either way, you're freeing up 80% of your time. So the staff is really running the practice, not you as the owner, all right? Because that's what we got into business for, right? To free up our own time as well, okay? So what does it do? Like I mentioned, it frees up your time, frees up your valuable time so you can go spend it with your family and friends, and it's more revenue and profits for you as a practice owner as well, right? Because as you know, many heads working together will always solve problems better than rather than one person, you as a practice owner doing it yourself. If the practice is run by the people who are solving problems, it means you're becoming more efficient at doing things and therefore revenues will go up, the staff are happier, They'll, have, they'll treat their patients better, their reputation will go up. All of those things lead to more time, more revenue, and more profits, all right? Okay, so how do we increase, this is all great in theory, but how do we increase the psychological safety within a physio practice? Well, it all comes down to few things. Firstly, you know, remember, it's, it's psychological safety is all about them feeling safe enough and their feel their trust the people in the team. That's what it's all about, right? So everything that needs to be done when it comes to increased psychological safety must be done on for those two main variables, right? So promote active listening. Now, this sounds silly almost, right? But when you look at it, to really promote safety and trust, 
you know, as humans, you know, we have a lot of emotions, we can say a lot of things, but when somebody comes to us, I guess, and, and, and even within the team, when someone's saying something, the act of listening is really seeking to understand first before forming opinions and responding, all right? Because everyone's different, as you know. Again, it feels silly to be talking about. This is very, very basic human behavior, but this is a big part where uh, I'll still see quite a few troubles, I guess, if you want to call it that, to uh, not have psychological safety, all right? So seeking to understand first before responding or forming an opinion. And you know what? This always starts with the leaders. You as the practice owner have to set the tone here, right? Because believe it or not, whether you think you are looked up to or not in your clinic, there's a good, good chance that you know, your team members are looking up to you as a North Star, as a guiding star as to how to behave and what to say, right? So if we start here, you know, really seeking to understand before responding and forming opinions, you do that with the people, it's gonna create an example. So I'm gonna go through a few few points here, but they always start with you as a practice owner, or the practice manager, or whoever the leaders are, it's always where it starts at, okay? Promote feedback culture, right? Feedback that promotes growth rather than defensiveness, all right? so. So constructive criticism is obviously, as you know, once again, it feels silly to be talking about it, but you know, if you're really making a conscious effort to do this, you're gonna have a more uh, trust, trusting and safer feeling team, all right? So if you really think about it, if somebody comes to you asking for feedback, right? And you really point out without getting, as a practice owner, you go, you know what? This is actually not good for my practice. It's gonna kill my revenue. It's gonna cause patient, uh, problems, all that kind of stuff. Instead, think this person has had the, they've trusted enough to come to me to ask about it. They're really relying on me as a person to guide them and help them become a better, let's just say a therapist or a person in this, in this instance, right? All right, so really, really need to promote that conversation around growth rather than being defensive, saying you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Okay, so now that we're here, what can we do to improve? Really make it about growth. Once again, remember, they're looking to you as a guiding star as to how to behave with their team members. Because, you know, great teams are, I always believe, and, you know, you know, from what I've read and listened to, great teams are not just created, they're created at the top and they trickle throughout the whole team. That's how great teams are created. So always have to start at the top, okay? So next thing is promote open door policy, especially you as the leaders, whether it be you and the practice managers or whoever's in charge of the departments, right? Have an open door policy where the team can come to you, any member of your team can come to you with problems and solutions because they know when the doors open, when they come to you, they're gonna be, they're gonna feel safe to say what they need to and they feel like you're gonna, they're gonna trust that you're gonna back them up, all right? So open door policy as well. You come to me with any issues, we're gonna talk about it and see how we can do things to help what you're going through and, and obviously for the practice as well, okay? Promote regular check-ins, workshops, and in-services. So this is where, you know, um, the most successful practices I know, they run a, 
an in-service at least once a fortnight. And I'm talking about good one and a half, two hour in-service every fortnight, maybe every week, where literally all the therapists, all the staff, except maybe the reception staff, perhaps if you need to, if you can, all the staff stop and they get to this in-service, all right? And they talk about everything from clinical, everything to operational, everything to maybe even personal, what the issues that are going up are, and they are really actively, as a group, working the solutions out of the problem. Doing that on a regular basis in a public place, there's no better way to emphasize the feeling of safety and the feeling of trust when the whole group is moving together like that. So that's a very, very big, important thing that you can even bond even on a, on a team basis as well. All right, so obviously when you do this as a group, as I mentioned, many heads are always gonna be better than ones. The problems are gonna be sorted out faster and as I mentioned, all of this always, always, always starts with the practice owners and the leaders of the practice, always, because they're always gonna look up to you as a way to behave and, and, and do things, okay? So what are some action steps now we can really try and take away from it? So firstly, have, a, have team building activities, all right? Now, it doesn't have to be anything exuberant, you can, you can go back to literally the in-services, regular check-ins, things like that. You know, maybe that's a baseline you need to start off, but simple team building activities, whether it be you know, Friday night drinks or uh, whatever it is that's you know, you're suitable for, something simple, nothing crazy. It can be within the practice. You can have some food come in, you know, make it as creative as you can, but a chance for people to bond and be as a part of the team, right? You know, it can be non-work related as well, all these little events, because you might see this as a cost for time and revenue, but if you really serve your people, your team to the highest level, if you really try and be as the leader to galvanize the whole group, right, you're gonna get more productivity out of them. So it's in fact, a, it's, a, it's an investment of time and money, right? And the other thing is the most important thing when it comes to this is getting really, really clear on your core purpose. Now, I mentioned that right at the beginning of this episode, uh, the rules um, uh, podcast episode that I did for core purpose. You now get really clear on what the purpose is as a team and as, as a business, as a practice, right? That way it becomes very easy. It's a guiding set of principles, which is the core values and the guiding set of guiding core principle, it's easier to collaborate and mutually you know, support each other as well, right? Have conflict resolution. Now, whether we do, you know, whether we have the best teams, whether we have the most bonded teams, unfortunately, we're all humans, right? And we're gonna go through certain scenarios where there's gonna be conflict. That is totally normal, as you know. Right? And our role as leaders of this group is to completely normalize conflict. It's gonna happen, obviously, rarely if you do this well, but it's still going to happen. So our role as a leader is to normalize the conflict and have a process and a procedure to create whenever there's a conflict. I really think if there's, if there's a conflict between two or more people, it's really an opportunity. It's a massive opportunity to find out more about each other as a method to grow more and get even more closer and bonded, which will eventually build more you know, psychological safety, right? So all of these are great things to create more psychological safety at the end of the day. 
All right, well, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully that was very, very useful. If you wanna know a lot more about how to make your practice more profitable, get more new patients in on demand, head to our website, physiomarketing.co. There is a massive amount of resources there. Go through it. If you wanna have a quick chat about what you wanna do um, in terms of getting your practice more profitable and getting more new patients, there's some call to actions there. Book a call with us. Other than that, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you very soon.